Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the West Side at Home podcast. This is Dave Steimers. Today, I want to ask you about the voices that you hear, the voices that influence you. So on Sunday, we were talking about Matthew chapter 13, and there's this little parable in there that Jesus, he talks about the kingdom of heaven, and he says it's like a, a man who is in a field and he finds a treasure, and so with joy, he goes and sells everything that he has so that he can buy the field, so that he can get the treasure. And we were talking about what those things mean, and um, my suggestion was a lot of us think that we're, the, we're like the man, um, and God or salvation uh, or something like that is the treasure. And when we realize its value, we should be willing to give up our entire lives to get it. Probably true. But also that this is the story of Jesus who comes into the field of the world and sees great value in us and gives his life up, gives everything up for us. And so I think both are probably true. And it's this idea of um, our deep and intimate relationship with God to really experience him, what Paul calls to know Christ, to walk intimately with him, to have this vital and deep connection with God. And so part of the point is that um, you can't get that from superficial religion. The treasure's buried. It's not obvious. We need to take time to really look, to really discern, to really um, go beneath the surface, to get to get to a deeper place in our lives. And that's where we're going to find um, the, the real value in a relationship with God, in, in the real depths of it. So as I was thinking through that, I came across this great prayer that was written by Henry Nouwen. And I've talked about him a number of times on this podcast. I really appreciate his writings. And I think he, he speaks into maybe a couple of important things that will help us think through on a deeper level, if you're willing to do it, if you're willing to take some time in contemplation and to really reflect, um, but to, to think about the voices that are really influencing you, influencing the way that you think, the way that you feel, and even the way that you act. So I'll read the prayer and then make some comments. He writes, Dear God, speak gently in my silence. When the loud outer noises of my surroundings and the loud inner noises of my fears keep pulling me away from you, help me to trust that you are still there, even when I am unable to hear you. It's really good, isn't it? Okay, let's talk about a couple of things that stand out to me. So obviously he, he's asking in this prayer um, for God to speak to him and in silence to spend some time silently um, trying to discern the voice of God. It says, when the loud outer noises of my surroundings. So first question, what are the loud outer noises of your surroundings? And what messages are they saying to you? These might not be things that you even consciously have thought about or identified, which I think is a great opportunity for us to sit and reflect. But in a very loud world where there's a lot of distraction, there are so many voices influencing us, speaking into our lives, whether we realize it or not. So what are the loud outer noises that might threaten to pull you away from God, from that deep treasure of knowing Christ. And you got to answer that for yourself. But here might be some of the things uh, or categories that, that it could be. It could be expectations, expectations that you feel like uh, society or culture has on you, expectations um, that maybe specific people have of you or you think have of you. You've got to be this way. You've got to do this. You've got to achieve this. Maybe it's uh, heavy religious burdens that somebody's put on you. 
whether you've put on yourself, but from somewhere it's come from the outside, maybe a church experience, maybe um, well-meaning family members, maybe something that you read, maybe whatever, I don't know, but maybe there's heavy religious burdens that are these kind of outward noises telling you what you're not or what you need to do or have to do. Maybe it's hopeless circumstances. Watching the news. You know, the news reports the stuff that uh, scares us, the stuff that um, drives fear a lot of the time. Um, And I don't have to tell you this year, uh, there's so much tough news, seemingly hopeless circumstances. And those things over time, again, might not even be thinking about it, but they have a big impact on you. So now it says, speak gently in my silence when the loud outer noises of my surroundings. What are those for you? What are those messages saying to you? And maybe think about how they're affecting you. And then he says, in the loud inner noises of my fears. Wow, what are you afraid of? What are you really afraid of? This is a huge thing for so many of us. How much our fears limit us, restrict us, hold us back, control us in a sense. What are your, what are your inner fears? What, what noise, even coming from within you, are your fears making? Maybe it's um, a fear of scarcity, not having enough. Maybe it's a fear of failure, letting people down, letting yourself down, missing out. Maybe it's a fear of rejection and what other people think of you. This can be a tough thing to do. I know, I know, I realize that. To, to really think through your fear, to name them, to acknowledge them, to admit them, even to write them down, and then to ask, what, what are your loud outer noises and loud inner fears saying? And how's that, how's that affecting you? How much are you listening to those voices to dictate how you live, how you think, how you feel? And then, of course, now in his praying that when these things are so loud and they're pulling me away from you, remind me that I can trust that you're still here, even when I am unable to hear you. I want to hear you. Help me to trust even when I don't hear you. It's a powerful prayer, I think. And what will God's voice sound like if we hear him, if we can quiet those loud outer noises and the loud inner fears? Well, I think his voice will sound like Jesus. Jesus in John chapter 16, he's coming to the place where um, he's going to be arrested and and crucified. And he's he's praying for his disciples and he's talking to them and he he tells them essentially that they're going to struggle in this world, that they're in for a really hard time. They're going to be scattered. You know, he's foreseeing that he's going to be arrested, crucified, and all of his followers are going to be scattered. This is not going to be an easy time and he's not going to try and sugarcoat it or ignore it. But he's talking about then what the relationship in, in the world is or with the world is. And in John, in general, but in John, uh, when we talk about the world, there's a couple of different senses that um, of what the word world means. So you have John 3.16, for God so loved the world. And there we'd say he's talking about people. He loves the entire world and all people. In John chapter 16 and 17, I think he uses that word in a different sense. And another way that that word would be understood, what is the world? So the first one would be just people. God comes for people, sends Jesus for people. Um, this, a second way that you could understand that word in the range of meaning is um, systems. 
And Jesus is pretty negative when he's talking about the world in terms of the religious systems or the political systems. Those are two of the biggest categories of systems that he he addresses and often attacks. And specifically here, we're talking about the kind of systems that would chew people up and spit them out. The kind of religion that Jesus is hostile towards, which is hypocritical, which is superficial, which is um, not looking out for those who are marginalized or those who are having a hard time. The kind of religion that crushes people. And the same you could say about the political systems, ones that are violent, one that um, perpetuate poverty, um, ones that make sure the rich people stay rich and the privileged people stay privileged and those who are really in need are not helped and are ignored. So that's kind of what Jesus is talking about in John chapter 16. And if you read through John chapter 17, when he's talking about the world. So again, he's talking in that context, saying that his followers, uh, they're going to have struggles. They're going to suffer. The comforting thing to know is Jesus speaks right into that. So when we're struggling and when we're suffering and when we have loud outer noises of the world is hard and this is heavy and things are bad and inner fears of scarcity and failure and rejection and other things. What Jesus was telling his first disciples as they were heading into their extremely challenging time, I think he he whispers to us too. So maybe if we could work through some of those loud noises, the outer ones and the inner ones, we might hear the quiet voice of God speaking something like what Jesus said to his followers. John chapter 16, verse 33, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Take heart. I have overcome the world. So dear God, speak gently in our silence. When the loud outer noises of our surroundings and the loud inner noises of our fears keep pulling us away from you, help us to trust that you are still there, even when we are unable to hear you. 